Battleborn Phantom. Hello and welcome back to the Battleborn Raptors podcast. It has been a while since we last recorded. Um, you know, definitely I had to take some time to myself uh, after the season concluded. It was a tough loss losing to Philadelphia. Um, you know, I don't want to dwell too much on it. That's still uh, something that I'm a bit disappointed with. I thought the Raptors were going to emerge victorious in that series. Obviously, we know what Joel Embiid did, but enough of that. Enough of that. Never mind, even brought that up. We're back. Welcome back. It's a pleasure to have you guys listening. Um, you know, it's summertime here in the city of Toronto. Obviously, the weather hasn't been too great, which is a bit disappointing. But, uh, you know, it's still only June. We're in early June. It's June 9th today at the time of this recording. And there is lots of of Raptors rumors. Today's episode is going to be about OG. And if you guys are familiar with this podcast and if you've been listening to prior episodes, you know that I'm a huge fan of OG Ananobi and what he brings to the Toronto Raptors. Now, OG Ananobi is the name in Toronto this offseason that is going to be in rumors left and right. And I think that's because now the league starting to look at the Raptors as a, as a playoff contender. And how do you improve this Raptors team? I think you got to keep Siakam. you got to keep Van Vliet. Obviously, uh, Ananobi is going to be the guy that a lot of teams are going to look at because he is still young at only 24 years of age still. Still got tons of talent. He's going to emerge as one of the best players in this league, without a doubt. His you know, commitment to defense is superb. He's on a team-friendly contract as well. This is a guy that you know a lot of teams would love to have. So OG Ananobi is going to be this guy in Toronto this offseason that's going to be in Rumor Central. Now, you know, there was reports uh, ever since May 30th, uh, 31st, sorry, about him wanting out of Toronto, um, you know, there's a lot of chatter that apparently rival front offices have heard that he does want out of this, um, you know, Raptors franchise because he wasn't happy with, uh, you know, ball time and uh, the way that, you know, the new systems kind of garner to Scotty Barnes and Pascal Siakam being more ball controlling and OG and Obi wants probably a bigger role. I think that's rightly deserved for him. He's a fantastic player. And, you know, to grow as a young player like OG, to become a star in this league, you do need to be a ball controller. And although he does do fantastic with his Raptors system, I see what he means. And he probably wants to be a higher option on a team that can use his skill sets more. Uh, because here in Toronto, we do have a lot of talent. And that's one thing I've talked about so much on this podcast is the starting five is stacked with stars and not stars like superstars like stars like pascal siakam he's not you know a top five player in the league but he's a star van vliet you know he's not top five either but he's a star 
Gary Trent, you know, he's, I'm not going to say he's a star, but he's up, he's on that trajectory. He's getting better and better every year. And since he's come to Toronto in that trade, he just looks like he's improving. And, you know, for me, that's huge because when I see new players come into this team, I want to see growth out of them. We know how good of a general manager Bobby Webster is. We know he's got Masai by his side as well. Masai and Bobby are able to see talent and develop it. And I'm seeing it again with Gary Trent. I love that trade still to this day. Hopefully Gary Trent can stay here long term as well. But we're going to talk about OG today. And OG, um, you know, this season averaged 17 points per game, five rebounds, two assists per game. Um, averaged about 16 minutes a night um, with the Raptors. You know, he did miss time with injury. Uh, that needs to be fairly taken into consideration. He only played in 48 games this season. But, you know, his free throw percentage is over 750. Um, his three-point percentage is 363 this season. Uh, his field goal percentage is at 443. You know, he can shoot. And, yes, he has his ups and downs. He's still a young player. Um, but, you know, this is a guy I want to have around. This is a guy that you want to build your team around. He is going to help you get to the promised land. And moving on from OG, I think, is a mistake. You know, there's a lot of talk about names that, you know, I'm going to save for the upcoming podcast, which is going to be about Rui Gobert. Um, but OG is a guy that you want to keep your long term. And if you ask any franchise in this league they would take him in a second they would take him in a second don't get it mixed up now here's the thing though there's a lot of talk about how these reports are fake or false my opinion is though i do believe og is frustrated personally i do i think there is some level of frustration now i don't think it's massive i think it's way blown out of proportion uh to the media you know like always i think there's a little bit of frustration with them i completely agree you know, you can, you can just see he's a younger player. You know, he's probably going to want more time with the ball and he wants to be a higher option. That I, I could see. I could believe there's frustration there 100%. Now, do I believe that he walked into Masai's office and said, you know, I want out? Or he told Bobby, you know, move me. I don't want to be here. I don't think so. And another big reason for that for me to believe is, you know, after the initial reports broke out, if you look at social media and Instagram, I believe – Scotty Barnes commented, I'm, I can't remember exactly, so don't quote me, but something about like, um, basically, this is bad news or like, you know, like fake, like bad, like fake news or something. Um, and, you know, to me, like the media is going to blow everything out of proportion. They always are. We saw last season as well with Kyle Lowry and all that stuff. They are going to take everything and run with it and make all the headlines and clickbait stuff they can out of it to create basically gossip. That's what it is. Gossip. And, you know, we're the Toronto Raptors, the only team in Canada. We're going to get a lot of it because, you know, we have such a large fan base. And, you know, being the only Canadian team in this league, um, you know, we get a lot of attention sometimes uh, when it's stuff that people don't want to see us succeed. You know, when we're doing well and all that stuff, nobody talks about this Raptors team. But when there's some chaos or some trouble, you know, the American media loves to drive it because they don't want to see us win. And we saw that when we won the NBA championship in 2019. How many of the, the, like how many real American headlines gave credit to the Raptors? How many did? All I saw 
were headlines about how the Raptors beat an injured Warriors team in the final. And that's frustrating, but, you know, it's a topic for another day. We all know how the refs treat the Raptors as well. But, you know, the media is just going to drive this OG and an OB story as far as they can because they want to create gossip. And, you know, Utah's a team, hint, hint, at Rudy Gobert that OG and an OB would maybe excel on. But one thing that I think is really important to mention here, and this is what I mean, like the articles aren't going to talk to you about this stuff because – they want to drive the headlines. They want to get clicks and all that stuff because that's what sell. That's that's what their business is, right? That's what sells. Um, that's how they make their money. But Josh Lewenberg, who is my favorite person to follow on Twitter in in regards to the Raptors, um, tweeted out about the situation, basically saying that Masai would not move OG and Anobi, and that these reports were false, basically because he believes that the market for OG Ananobi isn't as high as how much Masai values him. That's all I needed to hear. That's all I needed to hear. Masai knows what he's doing. And yes, Masai is known for moves that we don't usually see coming in the DeMar DeRozan trade. But I truly believe that. I true. If you ask a Raptors fan how much they love OG, they're going to tell you, you know, to the moon and back. If you ask a fan of any other NBA team to give their thoughts on OG and Obi, they're going to, you know, probably talk in the positives, but, you know, only Raptors fans can truly appreciate how good he is. And at a player such young age, on a team-friendly deal, this is a Raptors team that's going to have contract problems real soon. You know, a lot of people talk about how young this team is, but, you know, there's contracts coming up in a couple years already. Siakam, Van Vliet. Scotty Barnes is going to need his big payday eventually as well. Keeping OG around because he's on a team-friendly deal, I think, does a lot of positives, and I think that gets overlooked. And he has a skill set that this Raptors team needs, and it's a skill set that Masai clearly covets. And Webster knows what he's doing, and OG's got that perimeter shooting that, you know, if we take that away from this team right now, you're going to be searching for that. And, you know, those aren't easy to find. You can go in and get a veteran on a cheap deal, but they're not going to give you the same production as OG. You know, yes, OG did miss a significant amount of time this season with an injury, but in 48 games, there was times where, you know, he as he was coming back from injury, obviously he was a little slower uh, as, you know, the start went on. But once he got into his groove, that mid-March run and stuff, he was awesome. 17 points per game average. You know, I'll take that. This is a guy that's only going to get better. Next season, I wouldn't be surprised if he averages 20. The full healthy season, he averages 20. I won't be surprised at all. And then, you know, we're just talking about his offense now, but his defense as well. You know, he does so well shutting down anybody um, that he's up against. He can go against the top players in the league, and he still does well. Um, you know, I feel comfortable when he's, you know, guarding the other team's top players. I think we all do. Anybody that watches the Raptors, I think, can agree to that. He's a phenomenal defender, and his offense is slowly emerging. And once he gets the offense to fully flourish out of him, he's going to be a real stud in this league. And I think these this is one of those players that you don't move. You have OG here at age 24. You have Scotty Barnes, who is going to be in his sophomore season next season. You extend Siakam. You keep Van Vliet around. You know, yes, they're still 
needing of a center here for the current. Obviously, we're hoping Precious Achua can develop into the center here long term. But, you know, right now this Raptors team is in a good spot. And I wouldn't want to mess that up. I think if you trade OG, not only are you shaking up the dynamic of the team's play on the court, I also think you're changing a lot in the locker room. You know, there's not a lot of guys that will go on social media and get involved, but Scotty did. And Scotty's personality is very outgoing. You know, he's not shy to get involved with the media. He's clearly not afraid of, you know, headlines and what the media talks about his name after he, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the video, but he was making fun of Scarborough as he was playing um, a video game online, which I thought was completely hilarious and awesome. So, you know, Scotty's personality is just the best. But OG, I think, is a guy that means a lot to the players that wear the red and white threads. And, you know, I think you got to keep him around. There's not a lot of options in my head right now that I would be comfortable with moving OG for to make this team better. Now, I think by moving OG, you're searching for trade proposals and mock trades. A lot of these trades are lateral moves. Like, I don't see this team really getting that much better. I don't. Now, Rudy Gobert, you know, I'm going to save it for next episode, but he, I just keep coming back to him because that's the one guy I've really, you know, took a dive into and try and see if it could work. I do believe there's interest there. I really do. But right now, I just, I don't see how you move OG and Anobi and keep this team in a good spot. You know, this team is going to have financial situations to solve they're going to get you know more and more talent as they draft Masai no matter if they're picking where in the draft Masai is able to find talent I think you just got to keep building young and this that's one thing I'm scared with this Raptors team I'm afraid they might hit the panic button and you know obviously Masai is not known for that but I'm afraid they might hit the panic button and try and win now after what happened this season and how impressive it was even though they're still not ready and you know, I look across the, you know, North American sports here. If you look at other teams um, outside of the NBA, like the first team that comes to mind, the Montreal Canadiens, um, you know, they made it to the Stanley Cup Finals last year. Then they went out and added pieces in the offseason for the now, the current, because they believe they were so close. This year they finished last in the league, and now they have the first overall pick, and it looks like their rebuild is going to, you know, kind of restart. That's what I mean. Like, we could see it in the NFL as well with the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, Cincinnati's adding players for the now as well. Joe Burrow's a stud. Um, but who knows? Maybe next season they fall back into the top 10 in the draft. And, you know, there's teams across sports. You can go even in the MLB. The Atlanta Braves aren't having a great season right now. And they went on and paid Matt Olson to replace Freddie Freeman. So that's one thing I just hope this Raptors team doesn't do. And I try to relate it to other sports because, you know, if you're like me, I watch every single sport, cover almost every Toronto sports team here at Battleborn Fan Talk for you guys. You know, that's the best analogy I can give you guys. I just don't want this Raptors team to panic by and bringing in veterans and guys to win now when this team is still pieces away long-term. It's going to hurt you for a long time long time and I think this Raptors team just needs to continue building young getting stronger through the draft even if that means trading for more and more draft picks if you want to trade back in the draft for more picks I'm okay with that if you want to give up a current veteran for more picks I'm okay with that Masai 
has been on the record for saying he's not going to make trades if his team is just average. It's either, you know, they go for top picks or they're going for a championship. That's what I love about Masai. This season, obviously, it didn't work out like that. He was kind of forced to build a playoff team with how good this team did. But at the deadline, he still didn't go in panic by. So that's what I like the most about this management team. Webster knows what he's doing as well. But this team didn't go out and really attack the deadline. They brought in Young. You know, he did a great job down the stretch. Masai knows what he's doing. But I just don't want to move OG. I really don't. And, you know, I, I like I said, I struggle to find players that make it worth it, that make your team better drastically. I think these are just lateral moves here and people are just hungry for change. But I don't think you need to do that. I think OG and Anobi's best season is still yet to come. Obviously, you know, he's only 24 years old. Like I said, it could be as soon as next season. Trading a guy like OG and Anobi is so dangerous because he could go to another franchise and literally turn it on and become one of the best players in the league. And if that happens, you are in so much trouble because you just traded one of the top young players on a team-friendly contract. Yes, OG's going to need money down the line here, but you still have control over him. Um, you know, brings that skill set to this team that a lot of teams covet. Um, and his defensive work ethic fits beautifully in Nick Nurse's system. And Nick Nurse is another, you know, huge part of this topic as well. Do you really think Nick Nurse wants to lose OG? No, obviously not. He plays his system to a T. And he provides offense. And he's getting better and better every year offensively, which is why next season I'm so excited to see what he can bring. Because I think once he starts to mature as a player now in this league, he has a full season to play. I'm really, I, I believe he's going to hit 20, maybe plus average per game next season in terms of points. And rebounds are going to go up as well, assists are going to go up. He's a weapon. When trying to score, um, you know, he's a bucket getter. And this is a guy that you want to keep around. I can't preach that enough. So my opinion on this whole OG talk and if he wants out, I don't believe it. Josh Lundberg told me, well, not told me exactly, but, you know, told us all on Twitter that Masai values him a lot more than what the market does. And if that doesn't tell you that Masai is not just going to move him for a lateral move, is all I needed to hear because, you know, Masai is like the only person I trust in the world in terms of NBA talent right now. Maybe Sam Presti too because he can scout as well. But in terms of the NBA and player management and prospects and stuff like that, Masai knows what he's doing. Webster knows what he's doing. Um, but, yeah, so that's just my opinion. I do not want to see OG go. I don't. I don't want to see Siakam go either or Van Vliet. Um you know, Siakam was the guy that was constantly used in trade rumors for the longest time after Lowry left. Now it's translating OG, and apparently OG's frustrated, and he asked to go, and, you know, all the headlines about how the Raptors now have a problem here with Ananobi, and what are they going to do uh, this summer? No, trust me. Ananobi, he's going to be a Raptor next season. I'm still comfortable saying that, unless... It's in a trade for Rudy Gobert. I think if I do believe the Raptors have interest in Gobert, I said that a few minutes ago. I think OG is a lock to be in that trade if that happens, though. So 
I think we can end it off there. Um, I just wanted to come back on. I know it's been a while and just talk about the constant OG and Anobi uh, chatter. You know, it's so annoying firing up social media and the first thing I see is Ananobi to Lakers. Like, like, come on. Like, seriously, like everything I, like even on Twitter, like two days ago I was on Twitter and they were saying how like Ananobi would be a great fit with the Pistons. Like, I'm like, what? Like, I was so confused. And the only team I could really see without working out perfectly is Utah. So, yeah, I can't wait for tomorrow's episode. It's going to be, can the Raptors... Or should the Raptors acquire Rudy Gobert? Gobert is one of my favorite players in the league, so I'm really looking forward to that episode. Um, but I think, yeah, that's all for me today, folks. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the Battleborn Raptors podcast. As always, go Raptors. And, uh, yeah, let's hope they keep OG around because if this team wants to be, you know, a championship contender, OG is going to be a part of that next window. And trading for a player in the now might hurt you in the long term real bad and you have a star here in the making of scotty barnes and you need to build around scotty and by trading for veteran pieces that's not building around scotty that's building for the now and scotty's prime is still down the road it's not right now so scotty's going to mature he's going to get better and better and better and that's what makes this team so scary if you can keep adding young talent alongside barnes and achua as well achua is a player that i haven't mentioned very much in this episode but his growth down the line here was phenomenal I'm so impressed with him and what he brought to this basketball team that next season he's only going to get better and this Raptors team's only going to get better. So the other teams in the East are melting down and be to the heat rumors. You know, there's tons of Kyle Lowry hate going around in Miami. All these teams right now are in fumes besides the Celtics who are in the finals against the Golden State Warriors. can't believe I'm saying this, but I do want Golden State to win that final. I think we all do. Um, but yeah, right now the Raptors are in a good spot, I wouldn't make moves that are going to cost your future. Like I said, I value OG very highly. Sounds like Masai does as well. The market is, you know, a different place. It's hard to value, um, you know, what the market thinks of players. But like I said, that's pretty much all for me today, guys. Um, You know, it's a pleasure as always. And go Raps again. And talk to you guys tomorrow. Hi, where are you from? Canada. Everybody on the left, everybody on the right, in the front and in the back. Let them know where you from. Repping everywhere I go. Everybody from the cold. This is where we call it home. Just in the plastic, good people got blasted, so we pour a little.